everyone. It's Sensor Victoria Whitfield here from naturalintuition.com, welcoming you back to episode 22 of the Journeypreneur podcast, your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation on your journey to rapid financial ascension as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this episode is Church Yourself. <laughs> Church Yourself in Business. And so I'm on my way back now from yet another wonderful VIP session at the dojo uh, here in Westfield, uh, Westfield area of New Jersey. And we had this powerful breakthrough in channeling for her that I feel would really serve you as well. And, um, you know, the sister goddess who is, um, having her VIP session, um, with me, she was having it specifically to finally open up to having faith in herself and her business. Um, like this is, her first session, her first private session with me. She's come through um, my group programs and she's ready for that next step and that next level. And she's dipped her toe into entrepreneurialism and dipped it out because, um, in her words, bills are real. <laughs> and let me tell you, honey, I know that. I know that. And hey, after eight years as a, as a full-time entrepreneur, bills don't stop being real. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own business. So this was um, about really anchoring into her strength and into her power and into her faith in herself. And um, we also started talking about her faith in God and, and how that interacts with her life purpose and what she feel she's what she feels she's been sent here to do. Right? Because when we as conscious entrepreneurs elect to be on that journey of entrepreneurship, we, we open to that with all of our hearts. Like, this is what I was built for. So, yes, we call upon faith, whatever your faith may be in. If it's in, and we talked about this as well um, in the session about faith in God, faith in goddess, faith in nature, faith in human potential and our highest good, right? Whatever, whatever you call it, being the best version of yourself stepping into that from faith, uh, rather than grinding and hustling and pushing into that from fear. And so I just wanted to share a little bit of the magic from our session together. Maybe it'll inspire you on your path, but especially for those of us, um, who have come up with a religious background and may even have some religious wounds, I want to speak to you in particular. Now, for here's my story. Um, I grew up the daughter of a minister, um, like a very religious family, like we didn't even listen to radio um, or, or anything like that for many years. It was all about reading, you know, certain books uh, that were approved by uh, the faith that our family at the time subscribed to. I went to schooling in that um, as well. So like for all of my grade schooling was at a private school um, that was in alignment with the beliefs that we had at home. So I know what it's like to be brought up in, let's say, 
the church, right? And who knows what your church or your temple may be, um, but it's a certain insular pattern of beliefs when you, like, really uh, are brought up in believing the one way and one way only. Um, And I'm so grateful that when I got to college, I went from, you know, in private school, uh, when we graduated, we were the largest class of only 54 um, young men and women. And that was like a K through 12 um, school going from that. And I was the half of the one and a half women of color <laughs> in my in my class. Like it went from that to going to a what they call a public Ivy League um, university where my class, my graduating class was of 40,000 people. That's another order of magnitude, like a whole other order of magnitude jump. And it really exposed me to so many more points of view, um, busted, completely broke open and busted my mind. I was just like, what? (laughs) What? Right. I'm so grateful for that experience. It also, um, shifted my relationship and actually clarified my relationship with spirit. So on top of that, then after college, getting into the workforce and making sure that I'm like trying to be part of something bigger, right? Contributing to society, having the experience then of being brokenhearted, right? Uh, my relationship fell through, which then triggered me to seek healing, which initiated a whole nother level of spiritual expansion, understanding of like, okay, there's like books on self-help and healing and okay, there's this stuff called energy healing. And from that then, (laughs) going with my intuitive mentor then at the time to the, my very first introduction to like entrepreneurship. And we went to an information session, like he had owned his massage, uh, and intuitive healing business for, for years when I saw him, but like he invited me to go with him to an information session, uh, where someone was talking about living with purpose and having a purpose driven business and marketing with, with love and, and selling from the heart and all this stuff. I, like, I, I, at the time was an employee. I'd never heard any of those concepts. So there's a whole, again, a whole nother level of being broken and busted open to this idea of what entrepreneurship, like that's a thing. I had no idea. I thought that was like a hobby that like, it was like a money hobby <laughs> that people who had real jobs would do on the side. But now eight years deep into this entrepreneurship thing, um, as an intuitive healer and also as someone who's ordained, <laughs> like I almost left that part out that I did get ordained, uh, as an interfaith minister, it, it continues to evolve over time. Our mindset, our energy, our spirituality continues to evolve over time. So when we're at these points of transition being broken open, like the sister who was sitting, um, across uh, across the chair from me uh, in our VIP session today, naturally, naturally, our patterns of belief 
and the structures that determine our strongest patterns of belief come up. Why? On my path, I found it's because I'm being broken and busted open. Uh, not broken and busted down, uh, but because I'm being broken and busted open in the most beautiful and empowering way. And so holding space for her in that, these deep wounds around um, being able to talk about belief and the church and the wounds uh, that she and I and others you know, those who we're divinely contracted to serve, have received from this idea of church. And what happened in the channeling is that I saw that there is a pattern in church and churching, a structure in churching that can be helpful. There is a business plan <laughs> in churching where we are regularly out there sharing with passion um, what we believe, and gathering people uh, in congregations. We're congregating people who believe what we believe, and we are reinforcing and supporting one another on this journey of co-creation and co-belief, right? Congregating around um, this shared point of view. And there's also resources that are congregating, whether it's financial resources, people resources, emotional resources, time resources, space resources. There are resources that are also congregating all around the passionate sharing of point of view, right, and supporting one another to keep the faith in this point of view. I don't know who this is for. Maybe it's for you as you're listening in, but I'm curious, are you out and preaching your gospel at least once a week? Are you out and preaching your gospel? What is your gospel? This is what you believe. This is the story, your origin story behind who you are and what you do, right? And how you perceive the different systems and machinations of the world around us. This is you out there telling the story, the good story, the good news. Are you out there preaching your version of it? And preaching in the sense of speaking, right? Are you getting up on stage or standing up in the middle of the crowd and allowing your voice and your light and your point of view to be heard and witnessed and received by those who have congregated around you. Maybe they've congregated because they believe what you believe. Maybe they have congregated around you because that's just what Source decided to do, right? She put you in the right place at the right time to share your story, right? And uh, in my background, um, as a kid, they would call that um, standing up and testifying, right? So going through and giving your testimonial <laughs> on why you believe what you believe. What's your story? What happened that caused you to believe what you believe? And we have to start with why if we're going to create powerful bonds that make a difference, Right? There's a beautiful book, um, as well as a beautiful TED Talk, written and issued by Simon Sinek on Start With Why. I highly recommend it. Go and watch it. Um, but he explains that 
throughout history, there's been one thing that the world's most powerful and influential speakers have done to create movements uh, throughout history. What have they done? They start with why. They've congregated people around an incredibly powerful reason to do the thing or to not do the thing. But they got up and they were preaching that, speaking about that, testifying, giving their testimony, their testimonial around that on a regular basis. Uh, one of my former mentors, um, she also described this um, as like the red hat, where someone who has a red hat, loves red hats, you know, let's say in the middle of New York's New York Times Square, or, or Times Square <laughs> in New York City, gets up on a soapbox, and there's like, you know, thousands of people walking by, you know, just doing their own thing, but they get up on the soapbox, and they start talking about, my, my hat is red, and here's why I'm proud about red hats, like, wearing red hats is the best people who wear red hats are awesome, you know, my life was saved by someone who was in a red hat, I was in trouble, and you know, like, all I remember is, like, their beautiful, shining red hat when they pulled me up out of the da-da-da, like, and so, <laughs> people who are walking by, minding their own business, at first they're going to think this red hat person's crazy, naturally, you know, like, what in the world, like, it's just wearing a red hat, why is he talking about wearing a red hat, but then there's going to be people walking by who are wearing red hats, of course, all of a sudden, they're going to stop and be like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing a red hat too, or you know what, this is, that's right, I wear my red hat proudly because blah blah blah, there's, this is just, you know, an illustration, an example of the power of getting up and sharing your message to the people who believe what you believe, who need to hear what you have to say. It reinforces that community and builds the movement. So when um, Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., got up and delivered his I Have a Dream speech, and uh, Simon Sinek uh, explains this in his talk and in his book, when he got up and started talking about I Have a Dream, that's what united everyone. That was the why, right? Talking about what he believes in, reinforced and created a movement before the internet, bef before any of that existed. How in the world was he able to get all, almost 200,000 people to show up on the same day at the same time and make a change uh, in uh, the... Uh, in the history, the course of history for the United States, right around race relations, it's because he got out and he was speaking on a regular basis around what he believes. So I want you to church that. I want you to church that. The same way that there are churches where every single week on a certain day, there is a speaker who gets up in front of the congregation and delivers a passionate message uh, around belief. Why we believe what we believe, whatever it is. Whatever it is. How can you do that in your purpose-driven business? Why do you believe what you believe? And are you getting up at minimum on a weekly basis and sharing that with the people who need to hear that? Who are those people? It's whoever, right? 
whoever's got those red hats who would stop if, as you started sharing your story and what you're passionate about it will call them out it will call them out so be kind to yourself if you're afraid to right or if you've had the experience of not just uh, witnessing someone speaking but then them trying to convince you that what you believe is wrong right there's a a church wound that I personally hold. It's been very painful. Um, some of my clients have experienced as well. Be kind to yourself if that comes up around getting up and speaking. Right? This is the work. If you really have been divinely contracted to do what you're called to do, though, I would invite you, if only just for today, as we say in Reiki, to speak into it. Even if it's just to yourself, for yourself. Process. Because there's something unique inside of you that we need as a human race that only you can provide. It can only come from your mouth. And I would love to hear it. Speaking of which, go ahead on over to naturalintuition.com and let me know what's your story. I want to hear it. Right? Hit the uh, contact button. And let's hop on the phone, or you could send me an email to share your story with me. I would love to be your diary. Uh, I would love to be your journal. Open up, share, even if it's just in confidence uh, with one person, myself in particular. I would be honored to hold space for you, revealing your story. Maybe for the first time, if not better than before. All right, so church it. Preach on and let me hear your beautiful message. I'm so excited to, to witness you. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.